What's up, dads? This is Johan Cabrera from Think Like a Dad. I am going to tell you what a sea urchin taught me about being a dad. Don't forget to like and subscribe, and I'll see you on the other side. So here's the big question. How can us dads, fathers, how can we pursue our calling, our big dream, while being available with our kids, being loving to our wives, leaders at work, keeping fit spiritually and physically while living in this insane world? That is the question, and this podcast has the answer. It's 4.30 in the morning, and I couldn't sleep since I have all these sea urchin uh, stingers or pricks or they're lodged in my foot right now. The reason why I wanted to tell you this story is because it made me think about being a dad. My wife and I, we live in the Dominican Republic in the North Coast in a small surf village called Cabarete. I decided uh, to go surfing. So we we moved over here, left the U.S., left Germany, and decided to move over here to live our dream of living on the beach. It's actually way less expensive than it would be on the U.S. I have always had a dream to go, to be able to go surf right on my backyard and we are living it. It's awesome. But the thing about surfing in the beach that's right in front of me is that it's a reef break. And with a reef break, you have a lot of sea life. You have coral, you have jagged rocks and edges that can possibly hurt you. I hadn't surfed in, in a while and I wanted to get back uh, out there. So I, I grabbed my surfboard. I went out, stretched early in the morning, felt really good. And the tide was a little high. So the thing about the tide being a little high is that as you're walking out where some of the rocks are, where some of the coral is, you, you can kind of see where where everything is kind of situated, but but you have to wait until the water breaks and kind of gets clear again. So as I'm exiting out there, I'm being super careful. I'm looking where there's holes that I could potentially break my ankle if I fall in too fast. And more importantly, I am very focused on where all the sea urchins are. So the sea urchins are actually where a lot of these like little dimples or holes are in the rock uh, as you're walking out. I'm able to see if I'm looking carefully, if I'm watching myself, I can find a path that looks like the right way that avoids all the jagged coral, all the sea urchins from lodging into my foot. And I'm able to exit right into the water to paddle out and swim. So sure enough, I did. It took me about like 10 minutes to get out of the water or out to the water. But once I did it, I was having a blast. So the waves were nice. It was glassy. I was uh, practicing on this board that I hadn't been on. The other thing that happened was that I had done a workout the day before and my back was killing me. If you haven't been surfing before, most of the time you're paddling and most of the time you're using your back muscles. On a regular day, that's not a problem, but if you're not used to it, it can, it can really fatigue you. 
So that's what I was feeling. I was half an hour in and then the thought came across my mind saying, hey, Johan, you should probably go in. You don't want to overdo it. Yeah, right. I'm having fun, man. I'm taking waves. I'm excited. But it gets to this point about 45 minutes into the the surf session that I'm I'm feeling it. I'm tired. My muscles are almost cramping, kind of giving out. So I said, you know what? Before I get hurt, let me just... Let me just paddle, paddle back in. So I'm paddling back in, but there's a bit of a current. It's not as easy to go back. So as I'm paddling back in, there's this wave that kind of pushes me and I'm taking advantage of it because, because I'm tired and I want to go a little faster. So the wave's pushing me, but I'm getting to the shore way faster than I wanted to. So I, I kind of back up a little bit, but by the time I try to back up it's too late i'm already about in water that's maybe six inches deep and i'm still moving forward what i do instinctually is i stand up the thing is just like i told you i was exiting in order to avoid all the sea life all the coral all the sea urchin i had to carefully plan my path out i was tired and i wanted to go back in and i didn't think about my path going out. I was, instead of careful, I was being careless. I didn't think about my actions. And I just instinctually, before my board crashes into the, into the rocks, I'm standing up. And as soon as I stood up, dad's like, I felt the burn, the burning sensation of all these like sea urchins. It was instant. Oh, I knew I messed up. I knew my feet were full of sea urchin uh, pricks or stingers. I need to figure out what that is, actually. I try to carefully now make sure that I'm not stepping on more of them as I'm walking out. So I look down and I'm walking out and I'm walking out in pain. I'm feeling them go deeper each step. I finally get out. My wife happened to be there and she was cheering me on. She was such so supportive. And she said, you look great while you're surfing. And I said, I stepped all over sea urchins again. This isn't the first time it happens, by the way. And my wife is so kind, but she also has this look of frustration in her face because now it's affecting her because for her, she has to actually help me take these, these pricks out. It, it causes a problem for both of us. So I'm waddling out. I, I barely can can get to the house. And finally, I'm wincing in pain. And I look and it's, I mean, I look like I have chocolate chip cookies all over my my feet, but they're not little chocolate chips. They're, it's just full of sea urchins. I begin to take out some of the ones that are that are not fully stuck under my skin. And then some blood comes out or whatever. And then my wife starts kind of just like going deeper, opening up my skin. It's, it's a mess. But I, we power through it and we do the best we can. But there's still, there's still, like I said, a bunch of them in there. The day goes on and, and, and it's not unbearable anymore. I cleaned it up enough so that, I can, so that I can walk, so that I can feel comfortable enough to just do the regular things of the Saturday. Day goes by fine. I actually take some hydrogen peroxide and I clean my, my feet before going to bed because I'm, I'm fearing infection. I, I really don't want any infection. I wake up around three in the morning with pain. I feel my foot swollen and I'm just thinking, man, 
maybe I have an infection. So a few months back, I had a friend that he had an ingrown toenail that he didn't take care of. And it actually got so bad that it got septic was so they were looking at two things. One, he could possibly die because when you're septic, you have infection in the blood. And then two, they were looking at possibly cutting off his toe or his foot. So this is what's going through my head at three in the morning and I'm freaking out. For any medical professionals out there, that's probably not going to happen. I'm hoping, but I want to take care of this. So I'm cleaning this out again and I'm putting antibiotic for it. But now it's a pain. Now I'm thinking I have to go to a dermatologist because if I don't get these out, maybe it is going to cause an infection. So the point of the story is, is where I kind of learned my, my lesson about being a dad from, from, the, from the sea urchin. I'm thinking about this, this path of being a better dad, this path of being the parent that I want to be, this path of, of inspiring my kid, of not doing the mistakes that, that, that my dad made, or, or being a circumstance of my baggage, but but wanting to be the best dad possible, which has been weighing on me. So my son is about to be born literally in a few days. And I've been seeking out, I've been interviewing people that so they can tell me their goal. Like I've been interviewing dads that are that are that I think are just world class because I want to know what's their secret. I feel like there isn't really a straightforward dad manual. And I hope that by documenting these videos, we can we can look at what the gold is that they share and maybe form some sort of uh, path along that. So I'm carefully treading to trying to be a great dad. That's my hope. That's my goal. And I know that there's a specific path that I need to take in order to get there. The thing is that there might not be physical corals and rocks on this path, but there definitely are distractions that I've dealt with in the past that I want to avoid. And those distractions are kind of like the sea urchins in, in my life. So I need to avoid them. And, and what some of those for me looked like was, was, uh, was binge drinking, was drinking alcohol. Uh, another one is, is, is porn. Maybe you guys can relate. Another one was obsessively watching the Miami Heat sports team that I grew up watching as a kid and I would watch every game I would let emotions of the if it was a win it was awesome if it was lost it would affect me for days sometimes a week and I know that at least today for the dad that I want to be there really isn't time or a place for those distractions. I don't want them in my life anymore. So what I need to do is to avoid them. I need a careful path. But what, what I'm realizing, what I'm realizing that's happening is that as I'm doing this path of life, as I'm getting ready to be the dad that I want to be, there's going to be moments that are going to be super fun, but I'm going to get tired. And you guys, I mean, you guys have shared this with me. Uh, the other dads have told me like, you're going to get tired and it's going to feel overwhelming. You're not alone. Okay. But that's the thing that if I'm not careful, if I'm tired, if I'm exhausted, I could easily lash out how my dad used to do when he was tired. And I don't ever want to make my son feel like he's a, like he is the problem because that that's my problem. So I'm just thinking about okay, what are those what happens in those moments when I'm when I'm not careful? When I'm when I'm tired, when I'm when I just want to go back to the shore, when I when I just want to go home, when I just want to relax. But but there isn't time for that. How can I how can I avoid these 
these distractions, these sea urchins that are looking to just jab at me. And they're, they're, they're so hard to take out when they're already in me, right? And so some of these uh, also sea urchins for me is like social media scrolling, like, like the, the videos. Man, I get so distracted there. I can unconsciously, if, if, if I'm tired, if I'm looking for, to relax, I'll spend 45 minutes. I found myself spending hours there. It's sad to say, but that's the truth. So one of the reasons why I'm documenting these videos is because I also want to share it with this dad community because maybe you're like me. Maybe you're feeling the challenge of being distracted because here's the reality. Attention is the new oil out there and companies are digging for it and it's your attention. I, I, I'm paraphrasing a quote that I got from from Alex Hormozzi. I really believe that's true. But here's what I also believe. I believe that dads, specifically dads living out their God dream, their driven purpose in life are the men that can change this world for the better, that can change the legacy of their kids, that can change the generational problems in the past of their family, that you have the potential to do that, that I have the potential to do that, but I have to avoid the distractions, the destruction distractions. So distracted me every time I felt like relaxing, every time I felt like checking out, every time I felt even really good, I would go to, to porn. I would, I would go to drinking. I would go to, right now what I'm struggling with is, is the scrolling and I wanna stop. And I've lear I'm learning that if there's no discipline in my life, then if there's no discipline in the specific distractions and I'm aware of them, then they're gonna be so hard. They're gonna be so tough to get out. They're gonna, they're, they're gonna get infected and cause problems for my family, for my wife. Now it's not only affecting me, it's affecting my wife. It's affecting my, my, my kid, my son. So how do I go from distracted me to directed me? And there's, there's three tips that I've gotten from, from other dads, from other men that have spoken into my life, from mentors. And one of, one of them, the first one is halt. And it's if I'm hungry, if I'm angry, if I'm lonely, if I'm tired, if I have any combination of these, hungry, angry, hungry, lonely, tired, angry, tired, lonely, that's my cue. I got I to gotta say, watch out. I got to carefully look down the path I'm going. Because if not, I'm headed for danger. I'm looking to step on these distractions, these destruction distractions. The other one is for, so at least for me, I had to take alcohol completely out of my life. I had to take porn completely out of my life. Science has proven it, right? And, that, and that's a recent one for me that I've taken out of my life. The science has shown the dopamine and brain effects of porn are destroying our mind. And at least how I believe it's destroying my soul. It's destroying the relationship that I have with, with my higher power, with God. Jesus, I don't want that. And I especially don't want that in my home. And I especially don't want that to, to affect my wife, my kid. But, but just because I don't want it doesn't mean it won't happen. So, so the other suggestion that I got, a friend of mine, Wayne, he talked about how he 
schedules even his leisure time. So if he's going to watch Netflix, he's going to watch it for 45 minutes. He's going to watch one show. He's not going to let Netflix dictate what he is going to spend on. One, he probably doesn't have the time. And I know I don't have the time. But if I can put a limit before I even go to do something fun, I'm not saying Netflix is, is, is bad, but I am saying that if you're binge watching four hours of Netflix, instead of taking care of what you have to do the next day, instead of spending that time with your wife, instead of spending that time with your son, then it is that my attention isn't because at the end of the day, I won't want more of that time. I'll want more time with my wife. I'll want more time with my son, but I'm not going to want more Netflix time. So I got to set a limit before I go into it. And, and, and yeah, you know what? It is annoying. It does require discipline. But if I don't do that, then I'm going to have to cut it completely off. And actually, for me, I had to go on a Netflix fast. For me, I had to go on a social media fast. and I need to do it repeatedly. And I want to do it with other men, too. Because if I can't limit it, then I have a problem. The other step is, is, is bringing light to it. I think about Brene Brown and she talks about a book where, where we got to bring light to the gremlins in our life. And, it, and for me, I, I got to bring light to these sea urchins in my life. I got to bring light to these distractions in my life. And what that looks like for me is that if I am getting distracted, I got to talk about it with, with my mentor. I got to talk about it with my group of men that I've surrounded myself with. And if you don't have that, then join our community. Join the Think Like a Dad community and let's talk about it. But I can't do it alone. I don't want to do it alone. I really believe that dads are pack animals and we are not meant to do this alone. This isolation is what keeps me from connecting. So I bring light to it with other men and I'm telling them, hey, I want you to hold me accountable with my, with the Netflix. I want you to, like for me, I, I have on my phone an accountability software that sends an email every week to my accountability group saying what I'm watching. And the other day, my mentor told me, hey, Johan, whatever you're scrolling on, be careful. It doesn't look good. I need somebody to call me out on that because if they don't, then I'm headed for stepping into it. So those are the three takeaways. Halt, put limits, and bring light to it. Because I really believe that if, if we can take those steps, then I can go from a distracted me to a directed me. Then I can go from a distracted dad to a directed dad. Then you can go from a distracted you to a directed you, to a directed dad. And I want that for you. I want that for me. I want that for us. Dads, thank you for your time. Please let me know if you liked what we talked about on the comments below. Let me know what are the sea urchins in your life? What are the, the distractions that you carefully got to walk around? Let me know in the comments below. If you didn't like it, if you liked it, let me know. And don't forget to like and subscribe. I'll catch you on the next one. Thank you so much for joining me on another episode of Drink Like a Man. Don't forget to head over to drinklikeamanpodcast.com, type the guest name in the search box, and their show notes page will pop right up. Until next time, God bless, and let's keep thriving.